welcome to the game of crowdfunding draft pick edition recorded december 10th 2013 i'm jeff king and i'm joined for draft picks as always by sarah reed that's right uh we are going to go head to head here and uh, bring you uh, our final draft picks of this season of season two Oh, it's almost over. Wow. Now you might be going, wait a minute, there's there's more December left. Well, our next scheduled, quote unquote, scheduled recording would actually be Christmas Eve and we're going to take it off. Yeah, I I think we're going to take a little (laughs) bit of a break. I I hope nobody has a problem with that. (laughs) So this will be our final round for this year, but uh, we're already kind of scoping projects for the start of season three in January. These will be what we leave the year with. Yeah. Before we get to this week's picks, though, we're going to talk about the picks that we made last time. November 26th, I believe, is when we recorded those. Yep. So, quick rundown here. I haven't put any points on the website yet for anything that may have finished. I don't know if we have anything that's actually finished yet, though. Just one. Just one? Okay. Uh, but uh, a full match? Oh, no, not a full yeah, match. a full match. So nothing really should be scored yet. Although I usually don't score it until after we've talked about it, um, except yeah. for when we take long breaks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so round one. Round one from uh, that matching was my franchise pick, and it was one we both picked. Yeah. That was Argent the Consortium. Mm-hmm. Real quick, 144% right now. They've got a little over $43,000, and they have 551 backers. Goes until January 6th. So still a little bit of time left for that one, but it's fully funded. So unless something majorly drastic happens, <laughs> yeah, that will be three points for me. Yep. And then we move on to round two. And round two, I pick Josh Howard's Dead at 17, Battle for Darlington Hills. They're looking for 25000 They're only at 73% now with a little over 18000 and 242 backers. But it is going till December 16th, so there's still time. I think that one is not going to have a problem funding at all. No. So that one's looking good. Uh, it's just going to be a matter of the matchup. Yes. Which I matched up Elfwood for Success Core. Now, these guys are sitting at 70% and are currently at $2,124, looking for 3000 so a lower goal. Uh, I think we yeah. talked about when we recorded this. 46 backers. I know they're a little concerned right now. I've, I've seen them posting on Facebook about help us get out of the slump. <laughs> yeah. But I don't think they're that bad off. Uh, they'll, I think they'll definitely fund for sure. So that one goes until December 29th. Yeah, they'll have plenty of time. All right. So then we're going to move into round three. Dungeon Duelers for me, mm-hmm. which was, uh, again, this is uh, recently had an interview with Cody Walsh of Medieval Man Studios. So I got to sit down with him and pick his brain a little bit about what he was thinking with this project and, and, uh, and what they're looking to get. They are currently at 33%. $3,327 looking for 10000 goes until December 24th. The morning of December 23rd is the last full day, uh, so depending on your, your time zone. Yeah. Backers, uh, 23. 
Then I picked Wands, a fantasy card game, and that w- that's the one that has completed. They were looking for 8000 and they got 11450 so they're 143% funded with 528 backers. And like I said, it finished on the 8th. And round four, you started us off. Big Footsies, the card game. I guess I got into a theme of card games. But... <laughs> uh, <laughs> They're looking for 7,500. They're currently 59% funded with 4,447. And they have 118 backers. And they go till January 6th. So, yeah, they've got some time. Uh, and that one, I, I think, is actually tracking not too bad. I yeah, it's going okay. Bad. Yeah, I think that one has a good chance. Yeah. Unlike <laughs> my pick, which was The End of the World which was a uh, party game, uh, an apocalyptic-themed party game. And it is currently at 26%. Uh, so $2,696 with $10,000 as the goal. 26 backers only goes until December 19th. So they've Ooh. got a, a big hurdle to get over there to actually get yeah. the funding. All right, then let's see. We went into round five with one we both picked. Yeah, neither of us are getting the points. (laughs) (laughs) You want to just go ahead and let people know what's going on with that project? Sure. Secrets of the Lost Tomb. They were looking for a whopping 50,000, and they're currently at 126% with 63,081, 362 backers, and they're still going till January 7th. So they've got a while to keep tracking up on that. So those were our picks the last time we got together. They're all still open technically. Sarah's got one that has completed, but its matchup is still going. Mm-hmm. So now we will go into this week's round picks or draft picks, starting with you, Sarah, since I uh, started last time. Right. And let's see if I pick a good franchise pick. My franchise pick is going to be the Police Precinct 2nd Edition. That is a good franchise pick because I chose it as well. Oh, yay. Now, I haven't actually had a chance to play the game because I don't know anybody who who's owned it and I haven't been able to get a copy. You can come over if you want. I own it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can just fly <laughs> over there. I don't wait. I can't. I don't think I could handle the cold temperatures. That's right. But see, yeah. that's the thing I was going to tell you online. I mean, it's the, that's why so much creativity comes out of Minnesota. <sighs> we can do nothing but stay but. indoors. <laughs> that's true. All right, back to police precinct. I love co-ops, and it's hard to say anything. There's been a lot of great co-ops, and this one I've heard nothing but good things about it. And so this is the second edition. So for people like me out there who haven't had a chance to get a copy, you can and if I'm not mistaken, this is coming with an expansion. Did I read that right? Well, I think they they probably have a level where you can, because they um, recently yeah. did a Kickstarter for the expansion. That, Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. That was part of um, the first edition. Yes. They're doing, like, for, for that project and this project, they have kind of some of the same levels. Right. You can pledge for kits to kind of upgrade your first edition if you want to. Ah. Or you can just get the second edition, and so there's a, there's a good mix and match there. 
So this is good for everybody, for those who want to update their first edition or those who want to jump on beginning or maybe somebody's got a second edition and wants the expansion. There's a lot of choices. I yeah. haven't looked at all of them in depth. but and, um, and, and typically that's not a great thing to do, but no. I, think, I think in this case it kind of is because this – I think they've done a really good job, and and one of the reasons I also picked it, other than you know having having it and having backed, I, I backed the expansion first and got mm. some of the stuff out of that. So I don't know how much I'll participate in this one because yeah. I think I got my upgrade kit in that one, if I remember right. I got to go back and look, but that piece, I mean, you know, what's the biggest thing? And I hear it all the time. I, it, maybe you you don't hear it as much, but I hear people complaining all the time when. Hey, I backed this and helped it get made on Kickstarter, and then they turned around and asked for more money again for a second edition or yada. You know, so mm-hmm. I, I hear that quite a bit. Yeah. So the way they've done this, I think, is kind of smart, right? Because yeah. they they've gone, okay, you know what? We hear you. You probably don't may you may not want a full blown second edition, but here's some upgrade components. You know, tack on a few dollars, and I think that can satiate. Uh, a lot of people that might be upset that a second edition is kind of showing up. Yeah, I agree. Well, going to the stats then, they are looking for 25,000. They are currently at 17,350, which would be 69%. And they have 249 backers. And it goes for quite a ways into January 26. Yeah, we'll be watching that one for a little while. Yeah. If you are looking for the second edition, $50 will get you the game on that one. Ah, good. But again, check it out because there's all kinds of mix and matches there. Yeah, definitely. All right. So second round, since I did also pick that, Mm -hmm. I guess I better come come correct. (laughs) Come with my franchise pick. You know what? Since we talked about the cold and being uh, creative in Minnesota, I got to go with my... uh, Franchise pick for my boys here in Minnesota. So Tricked Out Hero. Uh, yes, that was one of my picks too, so you got it. <laughs> All right, that's from Prolific Games. I actually I do know these guys. Uh, I meet up with them at cons off and on. I uh, hung out with oh. them for a little bit at Gen Con as well. They're good guys. They um, I'll be seeing them here again in February, I assume, at, yeah, cool. at our con of the north. So Tricked Out Hero combines the best of trick-taking card games with a dungeon crawl all in one game. You take on the role of one of the heroes and gather tricks in order to gain tokens that will power up your melee and magic prowess, health, and if you aren't careful, the power of the monsters you are fighting. As you kill monsters using your tokens and powers, you gain victory points in the form of gold. The person with the most gold at the end of the game wins. Three to five players, plays in about 30 minutes. Just before I get the stats, the one thing I did think is kind of cool, I... I am a bit of a sucker for some trick-taking games because, you know, I grew up kind of doing spades and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think that's kind of cool. But I do like the concept of you get to do up your magic and your melee and your health by taking mm-hmm. certain tricks, but you want to kind of try to avoid taking the monster tricks because those beef up the monsters. I think it's kind of a cool little twist. Yeah, I think that's really neat. Yeah. So uh, 81% is where they're sitting right now. They're looking for twelve thousand dollars. They're at nine thousand eight hundred fourteen dollars. One hundred and sixty-two backers goes until January third, and forty-five dollars should get you the game. Nice. Well, those were both very good franchise picks. <laughs> <laughs> so now I get to. Well, I only got two choices. So 
Let's go with Crosshair's Testing Ground. I do not have that. Ah, all right. So Crosshair's, it's a really interesting, so it's an interactive adventure board game. It, it sounds like, from what I was reading, more for kids and families, but the artwork is absolutely adorable. And in watching the video, it's kind of inspired by a series of books for kids that were very popular and all the kids kept wanting to play a game of it. And so they decided to make this uh, card game. Uh, it's not exactly based on the books, but it's inspired by it. And it is a little adventure game. It, it is kind of somewhat simplistic and you go from point A to point B, but it's the things you do along the way. You can encounter different types of adventures and things happen differently depend on who's around you and stuff. But it's the artwork that really captured me. There's just cute little bunnies and other animals and it's it's just really cute. So they're looking for 15,000 and they're currently at 12,931 which is 86% funded and they have 192 backers and they go through January 6. You know what? Here we go. Here's another one I picked just because it was a little outside of my comfort zone. Spirit Point, 1943 Eastern Front. Nope, I didn't pick that one. All right. Colin Epic War Games is putting this one out. Spirit Point, 1943 Eastern Front is an easy-to-play tactical war game set in the Eastern Front of World War II. It's a new standalone game in the Spirit Point 1943 expandable card game series. So it's a couple of reasons I pick. I mean, again, it's it's one of those things like I, I actually brushed past it at first. Mm-hmm. And then went, okay, that was too quick. <laughs> let, <laughs> let me at least start looking at it. And when I was looking at it, it was kind of cool. Now, it goes a little bit against some of what I would normally pick for a project. Like there's not really a bunch of reviews or any of that kind of stuff mm-hmm. out there. And, of course, it's outside of my comfort zone, so I, I have a hard time thinking about it. But, you know, seeing it's part of a series, seeing they did at least throw a quote in there from somebody I do know and kind of respect when it comes to the war game side of things was kind of cool. So I chose it, and it's currently sitting at 71%, $8,572 of the 12000 they're looking for. 141 backers ends January 20th and $29 will get you the game. Nice. Yeah, I saw that one, but yeah, war war games are completely out of my <laughs> comfort zone, so they, they are mine too, but we have somebody local that is into historical miniatures and he's a oh. good friend of mine. So it's one of those things like every once in a while I'll find something that I think he'll like. And th- this kind of fits in that realm. In fact, uh, if I send this to him, I have a feeling I'm going to get another message back from him because he's cussed me out <laughs> for making him spend money on Kickstarter in the past. Yeah, I have a couple of friends. <laughs> I do that, too. <laughs> I think I'm going with Dice Crawler. I picked Dice Crawl, is that, too. Is that the one you picked? All right. Yeah. So that'll be a wash. Yeah. I had a feeling I should have gone the other way, but. Dice Crawler is a quick, fun dungeon crawling tile game for two to four players. Players take on the roles of mercenary captains racing to get their team of adventurers to the center of the dungeon, while other captains race to do the same. But not all paths lead to the center, and some teams may never find the glory they seek. In Dice Crawl, I keep calling it Dice Crawlers. Uh, dice in, crawl. in Dice Crawl, <laughs> players select a race and class for their mercenary captain before flipping tiles, rolling dice, and collecting their share of dungeon treasure. Abstract game mechanics mixed with flavorful graphics and theme to make Dice Crawl a fast, highly replayable game of luck and strategy. This is from Soul Jar. 68% funded at the moment. Mm -hmm. 
$8,189 of the $12,000 they are looking for. 160 backers goes until January 2nd. $25 if you want the version without dice, so you supply your own dice, and these are D6. Or $40 with the dice, which is, if I remember right, it's like 100 dice. Yeah, it's a lot of yeah, dice. it's a lot of dice. So $40 with the dice. Not not bad for that amount of dice. That's, that's a decent price. Yeah. One of the things that kind of drew me in on this, I mean, well, one, it's fantasy, dungeon crawl, theme, mm-hmm. and rolling dice. Come on. Uh, the other thing is that uh, you know, uh, seeing Alyssa Faden do the uh, video, uh, I've had some contact with her in the past for a couple of her projects. Uh, unfortunately, we never were able to get together for interviews and stuff, but I, I at least know of her and uh, mm-hmm. and some of the projects she's been involved in in the past. So uh, this was a good pick, I think. Yeah, definitely. Despite both of us picking it. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll just make sure it funds and then that's just... Yeah, both of us picking it. It's going to fund. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we will not have a round five for this one. Mm-mm. But do you have any shout outs, Sarah? Yes. One of the games I'd like to give a shout out to is Protocol Game Series. It's a 15 thematic story slash role playing games all bundled together. And a friend of mine uh, brought it to my attention. I thought it was really neat, but it started back in see November 27th and it's only going to go till December 17th so it was too late to do a shout out or pick it for the last time but they're succeeding anyways I mean so it's not like we have to make it a pick but they were looking for 500 they're at 1525 at so 305% funded. I just really thought it was interesting how they were packaging these different story role-playing type games. You could just get a couple of them or you can get the whole pack. And yeah, I just thought that was really cool and wanted people to check that out. The other one, probably at this point, doesn't need a shout out and that'd be Coinage. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Yeah, but I have to give it a shout out because it's just so awesome. I'm a huge fan of Tasty Minstrel. So Coinage is being done with Tasty Minstrel's New way of doing them, which is a pay what you want. And if so, those who aren't familiar, Coinage is a little small area control. It really is just one card, poker size card, and you play with coins that you have. Although one of the stretch goals that I'm sure they'll get to really soon will actually include cardboard coins. Yeah, they, and, they've already blown past that. Oh, they've already blown past it. Yeah. See, I didn't. I checked it a while ago. <laughs> And instead of rolling dice, you take the coins you have, you shake them up and you slap them down and one person's playing heads and the other person's playing tails. And depending on how many of your side comes up, you, you know, take certain different actions. But it's just a really quick, small micro game that you can take anywhere with you. And I've been hearing about it for like several months now. And so there's been a lot of anticipation for it. So to get one copy, you have to pay at minimum $3 with a suggested $5 and worldwide shipping. I mean, you can't get much better than that. The only thing is it is a short project. It only goes to the 20th. Yep. And uh, yeah, they they blew past all of their initial, uh, like this launch yesterday uh, yes. is the one thing to kind of point out as well. And yeah. funded within the day. Yeah. Easily. It was like hours. Yeah. And then uh, today was today was the day that Michael was originally going to launch it. Yes. <laughs> so they launched it a day early and, and, and blew it out of the water. They have released three new stretch goals because they've already blown through the stretch goals that they had shown everybody. Mm-hmm. So they're looking at uh, the next one is stickers to go on some coins. Oh, cool. And then they're, the two additional ones after that are for new maps. 
So oh, basically cool. new cards. Yeah, that's so, awesome. Yeah. So yeah, that one is doing really well. If you haven't checked out Coinage, which is highly unlikely <laughs> at this mm-hmm. point, but yeah, go check it's it out. Everywhere. The main video is is great. Oh, it's hilarious. Uh, it's just like if if it would be any other video, I would say it's too long. Yeah. <laughs> but this doesn't hit me for too long. It's it's well done. Adam did a great job on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess the only shout out I'm going to do then is what my fifth pick would have been. Okay. Uh, I was looking at Warring Kingdom. Did you check that one out? Warring Kingdom, I think. I think I saw that one. Yes, I did. I was contemplating that one. Yeah. And I kind of did too. I kind of I kind of went to it. I watched some mm-hmm. of the video. I walked away. I went back to it. I think my final decision to add it on is one, I needed a, a, a fifth project for one thing, obviously. Right. But the other thing too was that they've got some review stuff on mm-hmm. the project. Uh, most of them are people I'm not aware of, but I did see that Bauer did one. And uh, yeah. I, I know Bauer, so uh, I didn't get a chance to watch his review of it, though. Warring Kingdom is a two-to-four-player card game combining deck-building mechanics with risk management and direct player confrontation. You'll play the role of a disgraced lord fighting others to usurp the crown. You must balance economic development with military maneuvers. The end goal is to demonstrate supremacy over your opponents by defeating one of them. The first player to destroy an opponent's castle wins the game. Uh, so it's it's kind of interesting. It's yeah, I, you know, I like the idea of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just don't know if I'm personally 100 percent sold on it. So it's one I kind of want to watch. Yeah, definitely. I sounds really neat. Uh, I definitely like the deck building and the risk management. I'm not too keen on the direct conflict. That's just me. I <laughs> tend to prefer Euro games where yeah. there really is none. But other than that, the art looks good and it definitely is interesting mix of mechanics. So definitely want to check out and watch. Yeah. So it's uh, 29%. They're looking for 12,000. They're at 3,522. 84 backers ends January 8th. $15 will get you the print and play. Just kind of weird to me. Yeah. $35 for the early birds. There's still some of those left. And $40 for the main game. Yep. All right. So that is all the shout outs I had. And those are our picks for this week. Uh, I think we did pretty well to end our uh, season two of the yes. Game of Crowdfunding Fantasy League. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I'm Jeff King. And I'm Sarah Reed. And go on out there, check out these projects, and pick yourself a winner. And have a happy holiday. 